been a while since we spent some time alone. And when we do, it's in situations like this. I wish I could see you. You could always see me. Why, you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder! Uh-huh. Come on. You're imagining things. Am I? Then why are you following me? Afraid I was gonna leave without giving you a goodbye kiss? I just assumed it's a woman. I can arrange that. Use a good kiss. You're so beautiful. It's only because I'm so in love. No. <laughs> no, it's because I'm so in love with you. So love has blinded you. <laughs> well, that's not exactly what I meant. But it's probably true. I love you. I know. Thank you guys for joining me on this episode of Starships. I'm your host, Adriana. Um, and today we're doing something a little bit different. Uh, we're still talking about ships. Um, actually, multiple ships. Um, but all these ships involve uh, one person in particular. Um, we're going to be talking about Ahsoka. Uh, so for that reason, I invited Ahsoka's biggest fan to be on this episode with me. And you guys already know this person. Um, this is uh, someone from the Clashing Sabers main podcast. Um, I'm sure you guys are probably already guessed who it is. But today I have with me Brandon. Hey, um, I thought we were talking about the Millennium Falcon. So I don't, oh, I don't know if I'm ready oh, for this. You're yeah. not. You're not ready. But it's okay. Oh, yeah. It's Ahsoka. You can wing it. Yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so like I said, guys, this one's going to be just a little bit different because, um, I don't know if you know this, but I actually don't ship Ahsoka with anybody and, um, she does have a lot of people, um, that she gets shipped with. Uh, so I kind of wanted to kind of talk about those ships a little bit. Um, and then ultimately why, even though she is paired with these people, um, why we don't really ship her with anybody and how that's okay. It's okay to not ship somebody with other people. <laughs> uh, so, um, but before we get started, uh, Brandon, what are your um, specific thoughts about Ahsoka? Do you, do you specifically ship her with anybody or no? Or <laughs> I, don't sh I don't ship her with anybody. For me, shipping is a uh purely romantic thing i know it's you know technically in the definition it's not and i'm when i will get into that a little bit later but just how i kind of categorize things in my head shipping is is a romantic entity and then there's other relationships over there um so when i'm thinking about ahsoka like she has a lot of important relationships but um i don't think that there is a a right match for her and i think that's because ahsoka's journey is one about finding herself and her belonging and i think that we need stories out there where you don't have to be attached to another individual in order to find that and that's not to discredit like the importance of romantic relationships or the vitality uh, of support and community like we can be in relationships that make us a better better people um but if we depend on that other person completely for our identity, that's 
becomes dangerous. And so you have Ahsoka who grew up in this Jedi order where the ideals and the execution weren't matching up. So she's seeking connection, but also having to keep people at a non-Jedi arm's length, right? And so it creates this identity confusion for her uh, that is it's kind of underneath the surface. And, and I think we see her sorting through this in the different non-romantic relationships that we're going to talk about today that people do ship. Um, and I think that for, you know, a healthy romantic relationship to happen, you can't have that without knowing oneself completely first. And I think that for Ahsoka, because we have so much content with her over so much time, like that's a longer span thing for her story, which is why I think there's not really a, a good fit for her as far as the ship. Whereas if you look at like, you know, even like Leia, like we have a, a lot of stuff with Leia, but it's a ti- it's a smaller time frame. We literally have decades of Ahsoka and hundreds of hours of Ahsoka content. So it just kind of changes for me. It changes the perception a little bit. Uh, yeah. I, I kind of say I have to agree with you. I think ultimately um, in her, for me, her journey is one that, uh, she very much is going on it alone, um, and who knows? Maybe, maybe in the in the stories that we'll get, I know with her show and stuff coming out, there's a there'll be like opportunities. But I think for the most part, the way her story is presented, it's very much a solo journey. journey. Um, and again, yeah, like you, um, not to say that she can't have a romantic relationship, but I feel like. Um, the partners or the people that they tend to ship her with at this um, point with the information that we have, none of them are, are the right fit for her, um, especially I feel like on the journey that she's she's has to take and that she's going on. Um, well, and it's a it's a you know, it, it goes back to that idea of representation, too. Right. Like we're recording this on the day where, you know, Star Wars made the announcement of the first trans character in the comic books. Right. Yeah. Rep- rep- representation is a, is a huge conversation today and we talk about that for you know the the lgbtq community which we need to i'm not, not saying we don't need to but we f- focus so much on that we forget that there are other types of representation you know there's there's mental health representation there's disability representation and then there's yeah. also like these different other ways that people end up living their lives that maybe don't fit into the standard norm you know of yeah getting married having kids like there's people who don't have that and i think it's important to have characters and especially characters like ahsoka who's so dynamic and connects with so many different people um to have that representation to say like you know it's okay if you like you have a bunch of really important people in your life and, you know, but you don't settle down with someone, you know, and I think that's, that's important to keep in mind. No, that's a, that's a good point actually. And I, I didn't think about it like that because I like not to get too personal, but I personally uh, don't ever want to get married. I feel like that's not for me. Um, just seeing the relationships around me, not to say that they're bad or anything or um, unhealthy. It's just, seeing the relationships around me um i just don't think that being married is is what i want so definitely of course and and you know like that's not the case some people want to get married some people want to have like the white picket fence so you're absolutely right in that we need to represent not just you know um 
the norm or like I guess the standard um but other other ways <laughs> yeah uh all right so I guess we can kind of start getting into the the ships uh so the first one I wanted to talk about is I'm kind of going uh chronologically if you will uh which is kind of funny because the way they are chronologically is also um how many fix they have like is uh comparable to how many fix are available for them on AO3 oh um, no way yeah that's so, wild so the first one obviously is um Lux Bonteri from the Clone Wars uh there are 105 uh Ahsoka and Lux Bonteri fix on AO3 uh just in case you guys need uh if you were wondering um and basically uh this is the the he I believe he's in like season three, but really uh, his relationship with Ahsoka gets kind of um, it changes in season four. A friend in need, they actually like share like a really awkward kiss, and she's like pretending to be his betrothed because he's with the Death Watch. And then of course uh, there's the season five arc uh, where they're um, on Onderon and. Stila and Sagarera are there and you know we see Ahsoka a little bit jealous I think of Stila is that kind of how you read that <laughs> um yes but I don't necessarily know if it's jealous in terms of like being with Lux I think it's jealous you know thinking about it on this rewatch I was really focusing on that aspect of it and to me it seems She's more jealous of the possibility that Stila has of being with someone. Lux to me is a, is a stand-in. Um, he is is a stand-in for the idea of of how difficult it really is to separate personal feelings and duty. Because she has these feelings for the for for Lux, you know that are they're made pretty clear, you know how romantic is debatable, but she has some kind of emotional connection to him, and I think a lot of that has to do if you go to the first episode together that she's he's the first different non Jedi male that you know she has come across, you know that has different points of view and stuff coming from the Separatists, but. He he kind of represents that that tear that is going on between her that that her and Anakin never talk about, and so the jealousy for Stila I, I think is definitely there, but I don't think it's necessarily aimed at Lux so much as the potential of being with anyone. Yeah. Okay. I I, I did not interpret it that way. I felt like it was a, a more direct interpretation. Um, uh, just because I, I feel like it's a kid's show and they're not, uh, like, obviously they are going to, you know, do some things that maybe, like, little kids won't catch on to. But for me, it's just, a, like, a straight, oh, yeah, she's jealous. Um, and I, I feel that way only just because they had Stila kind of having that, those same emotions, too. Um, so it was very clear and they, they could kind of pose them to be, like frenemies i guess where they're on the same side but they do have some like issues with each other um but i mean i guess it, it's all up to interpretation uh but i, I think, don't 
I oh, think that yeah, Lux to me her crush on him seems convenient. Um in terms of like he's the first separatist that she meets and he's you know, somebody that she, you know, vilified that she comes to realize is just like her. You know, he's the first guy her age uh, that, you know, that isn't a Jedi that she's had important interactions with. And and really, probably the first, like, guy that, you know, is not a Jedi that she's had interactions with. So it's like, you know, when you, for an analogy, like, when you're a freshman in high school and you walk in and you, like, you know, you see you know, the head cheerleader or whatever. And you're like, oh, you know, and all of a sudden you have a crush. And I was like, you don't even know her name. You don't know what she's about. <laughs> she just, she was the first, you know, yeah. pretty for, for lack of a better term. I, I, I don't want to use this word, but I can't think of anything else. She's the first pretty object that you saw, you know, and not that women are objects, obviously, but just in terms of that, like fascination, like the idea of her is what you have a crush on, not said person. So I think that's the the idea of somebody outside the Jedi Order, outside of um, you know that that brass ring, if you will, that objective that's out there is what she's clinging on to, not necessarily Lux. Okay, I mean that that's that's a good point. Uh, I feel like it's not that deep, but. <laughs> At this point, at this point, I feel like it's not that deep. Um, so I'm not going to argue with you about it. I, I, it is I, jealousy for sure. Um, we of what the jealousy is. Obviously, we we differ. Um, I mean, I, I ultimately at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. He gets married to somebody else if I'm uh, yeah. not mistaken. So yeah. uh, it doesn't really matter. And, and I feel like this is pretty much um the end like we don't really need we don't really see too much of the this anyway anymore um is he in like season six uh, do we see more of him i don't remember no we have the Onderon arc and then inferno squad and what, what's interesting too is like inferno squad as far as i remember and i've read it like three or four times he talks about you know his marriage he talks about there's allusions to Stila and the impact that she had in terms of him becoming, you know, more of a rebel. He, there's no allusions to Ahsoka. And so to me, it just, it, it seems like that's just another tally in my favor of like, yeah, no, you know, it's... like he, he wasn't really connected with her either, you know, um, not in, in like a her as a person sense, but you know, that idea of, Ooh, here's a, pretty girl like somebody as somebody who spends his entire day in you know classrooms around kids that are the age that we're talking about right now it you see it like it's just like this awkwardness yeah uh, between them where it's like we you're a boy and i'm a girl or you're a girl and a girl whatever you know but but i'm supposed to like you and so i like you now it's like <laughs> what you don't even know what that really means so that's what kind of i think this is kind of like their uh you know yeah. their their tester ship if you will which is yeah. why i would, i don't really i yeah really i mean it. i i mean i don't necessarily ship it i i was just saying like as far as like her her crush on him uh but um 
yeah, there's really nothing, there's nothing else. Um, we don't really see him anymore. And then he's not in season seven at all, right? No, it's not fresh. A- yeah. Yeah. And then, like, it's not mentioned in the Ahsoka novel. He's not mentioned in that either. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of, I think, one of those things definitely, too, like, out of sight, out of mind. Like, you know? Yeah. And I think this is one of those ones that, like, I kind of cl- classify them as, like, easy ships. And yeah. it's, you know, it's the ones that are just, they're given to you. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. But, like, Han and Leia, I don't spend a lot of time, you know, thinking about Han and Leia's ship. Because it's, like, it's right there. Yeah, You know, yeah. Padme and Anakin, I don't spend a lot of time thinking about it. It's right there. There are people who are, those ships are, are, are their jam. And that's totally cool. But for me, I'm looking at, like, trying, how could two pieces fit together in a healthy relationship that just maybe circumstance took them off course or you know they just never actually really met with each other or whatever kind of thing and to me this this one you have really good point about how it's it is pretty straight up on screen like i'm definitely like digging for stuff and getting pretty flexible but they pretty much hand you like yeah hey here's these people that are gonna like each other that can't be together you know how sad yeah and i I also think it's more of a it's kind of one of those things not um really i i don't think they meant for it to to be anything more than what we get to see on screen i think Mm -hmm. it's more of a interesting like commentary I, I don't know what the word is because you know in those episodes we have Anakin who we know is in a secret relationship um you know and he's married and he's the one who's like telling Ahsoka how she needs to behave you know oh so he I straight think, up says yeah. always put your purpose before your feelings like what yeah Bruh. so so I think it's Bruh. more yeah I think it's more an opportunity for for them to like comment on Anakin and his relationship with Padme if we're really trying to get into and and the hypocrisy of the order overall yeah, yeah. you know like I le- I think that if the circumstances had been different and there wasn't a war and all of that stuff and the Jedi were allowed to have relationships you know and and not I won't even say attachments but just relationships I do think there is a dimension of the universe where Lux and Ahsoka could work well together. But, you know, given what we have and given the expectations that Ahsoka has on her shoulders, which, you know, she's being given by somebody who's not even living up to those expectations, like, they just, there's not a chance for them. I, I, don't, I don't think there would never have been a chance just because um, we... I feel like Ahsoka is, um, like, the closest to, when she's, like, um, when she leaves the the Order and she has, like, her white lightsabers, I really think that's the truest, like, form of a Jedi. Does that make, not... Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I I really feel like that wouldn't have worked um, just because knowing what she is and how she feels about things i just don't think it would have it would have worked out that's um, fair but you know it, like i said it's i i feel like it's pretty much given to us it's straight on there it i don't think it was meant to be anything more than what they gave us you know um 
And yeah, I'm ready to <laughs> not talk about this one anymore. Yeah. It's, it's boring <laughs> to me. <laughs> the other ones are much more exciting. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you, any final comments or you're good? <laughs> mm, I'm good. I got nothing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it, it, it just is what it is. <laughs> All right, so the next person uh, that I want to talk about um, that people ship uh, Ahsoka with is Caden from the Ahsoka novel. And for anybody wondering, uh, there are 82 fics on AO3 with the Ahsoka slash Caden tag. Um, Yeah. So as as so we, you see, as the the more recent we get, the less fix there there are. <laughs> um, but I if, feel like that's still a good number. Like I don't I don't read fanfic, so I don't have a lot of background knowledge on it. But just looking at the numbers, like you have 105 for something that happened on screen that's been around for over a decade that a lot more of the population has seen versus a YA book that yeah. you know a, probably maybe on a good day 20 or 30 percent of the people who watched clone wars have read that you know the have read that book so i i will say that for me um even even the the lux ahsoka fix is not a lot um i feel like if you if you listen to my what was it my finn poe um we talk about how many Finn Pofix there are, and like, I think I also, um, I think in also my racism one, I talk about how many Raylo fix there are. There are thousands and thousands upon thousands of fix. So I feel like maybe, uh, like even though these are popular ships, they're not necessarily. Maybe other people don't necessarily ship Ahsoka like, like yeah, it like- would seem. <laughs> Yeah, like, they're not as passionate of ships. Like, Raylos are hardcore Raylos. Yeah. You know? And, and you know, uh, Finpos are hardcore Finpos. Like, that's one of those, to, to, to use Beckett's light, and that's, th- those are ships where you're in this life for good. If you're going to ship, you're in this life for good. Yeah. Like, there will never be a, a time when I'm not, like, they totally missed the boat with Finpo. You know? And... You know, I'm not as vocal as as Me. other people are. <laughs> no, no, no. I was gonna move to. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, but but as far as like Raylo, like I'm not like a you know have a blue butterfly or, or on or whatever. You know, hardcore like some people are. But it, I'm pretty entrenched in you know the the ship itself and and the connection they're building there. And so, but with like Lux, like. You could convince me with Caden. You could convince me. You know, you give me the right, the right day. There's some <laughs> sunshine. You know. Um. Yes. So. I think for me, Caden uh, is just a little bit more. I think if I from the ones that we're going to talk about, I think I feel the most. Um. I guess. If I was going to ship her with somebody, it'd be Caden. And I think uh, it's the one we get most, um, 
not necessarily both like both sideways, but at least one ways we get really ex- explicitly. Um, so I'm going to actually go ahead and, and read this. If you guys have not read the Ahsoka novel, uh, <laughs> let me go ahead and um, hashtag spoilers. <laughs> uh, but in the in the novel, it says, Caden uh, says, I could kiss you. Ahsoka stopped in her tracks. The look she shot Caden was mildly confused. Not now, I mean, Caden said. She wanted to laugh for the first time in weeks, but thought that might just be the hysteria setting in. My timing is terrible, and you have all these Jedi hangups. I just wanted you to know in case we die. Uh... Uh-oh. Are you there, Brandon? I'm here, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kind of shook a little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I forgot about this part, and I'm like, mm. Um, so obviously, um, E.K. Johnston, she's the author and she wasn't, from what I understand, like her, her tweets and she has a Tumblr. So if you go on her Tumblr, uh, she's talking a lot. She talks, um, she has, she talks about, you know, this relationship. Um, and she was basically, um, wrote Ahsoka to be open so that if you wanted to see that, you could see it. Um, and, you know, be open to that. But she couldn't explicitly, like, make Ahsoka, like, a queer character. Um, which, you know, ma- it makes sense. She she doesn't have that, you know. Um, so, anyways, uh, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, it's... I mean... It's, eh, I don't it, know. It, it's... If, the, if I was going to say Ahsoka could settle down with someone, it would be Caden. And... and I don't know why, and I didn't realize this till I was like writing my notes out for this, and you know, kind of exploring these ships again. But I totally have always just read Ahsoka as bi, and like I have no reason other than just like gut feeling. You know, like sometimes you just get yeah. like that gut feeling for a character. And it's like you, you don't even need to tell me. You know, it's it just is, and it's whatever. You know, like. Um, and so I, I guess this one kind of makes sense to me, but at the same time, uh, to me, Caden is in is another idea for Ahsoka about what yeah. her life could have been like if she hadn't been taken to the Jedi Order. So where Lux represents this different uh, idea that she hasn't considered before. You know, Caden is giving her a look into almost like what could have been. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, I, and I, I think that helps her unlock her potential, which makes the relationship important. Yeah. Um, I think the only, the only really issue that I have with this ship is like the fact that, uh, you know, we don't have that, uh, reciprocation. It's, it's, you know, it's open to interpretation. Um, and I just have a, a problem with, like, authors coming back and saying, like, oh, this is this, like, like J.K. Rowling, you know? I was just thinking Yeah, that. that that's my big issue with this one is, um, and, and not to say that it's E.K. Johnson's fault, because, you know, she's very limited to, it's, it's not her property. It's not her... Um, you know, to make all these, you know, they're like, these are the rules. She has to follow them. So it, it's not anything on her. Um, but, you know, it's, it just, it, it bothers me when these authors come back and say, 
oh yeah, so and so was this and this and that, and and it's just it frustrates me because, um, it, it's not in the text. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not even in the. You can't even like in this one. Yes, there's subtext. You can read it in the subtext. But sometimes things just need to be straight up in the text. <laughs> yeah, because like like otherwise you can come up with if 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 authors can just say, Oh yeah, this person is or this person did or what whatever, whether we're talking about orientation or relationship or what side of the street they walked on. If if they can just come and say, Oh yeah, this is what actually was and it's not in the text, what what's to stop me from saying, you know, well, okay, well, Caden is a mass murderer or some craziness like that. Like, if she doesn't have to have it backed up by the text and she created the text, why do I have to have it backed up by the text? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so there there has to be parameters there. And so I, I'm totally with you on that. I will say to her credit on this regard, to me, this relationship, it, it, it's about rep- it's about repairing. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, for Ahsoka, it's about repairing her her soul um, and her heart and reminding her of why she used to believe in the Jedi. And you think about their relationship literally starting with Ahsoka repairing the tool that is Caden's livelihood. You know, uh, so she starts by, you know, helping her repair and then she'll help Ahsoka repair. And it's, it, it's this step in a larger journey which is why i think it fits really well in a book but i don't think it's a coincidence that ahsoka is using the name ashla which is the past of star wars and this story is her transition into fulcrum which will be her future yeah you know like it's it's yeah. it's laid out right there that like Caden's her relationship with her you know their relationship together is important you know, yes. Ahsoka works for her for rations, which literally give life. You know, so it's it's there enough that I think you can you can definitely make the the argument, um, and that I think in this instance it's okay for her to say, you know, that's the idea I had when I was writing her, because I do think that there is enough to back that up as an interpretation of the story. But you're 100 percent right that like if we're going to say like this is she had feelings for her just straight up well then we just straight up need to see it yeah i i think um i think that she could have kind of um and and we'll talk about this a little bit more later because again it's um i think you have this problem where people don't understand that a relationship doesn't have to be purely like sexual for it to be a relationship um you know or like because she definitely had this relationship with Kaden uh whether you interpret that as romantic or not that's up to you and then that's how you want to read it and so I think you know she there could have been a little bit more like um, not necessarily Ahsoka being like, oh yeah, I like you too, but, you know, kind of like a reflection of sorts, like, oh, maybe I could have felt this way, or I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It. Well, no, I think just... there's there's those meditation scenes that we have and the times we spend, we spend a lot of time in Ahsoka's mind in the book, which is, you know, something that we, we haven't been able to do before, and it's all reflecting 
back on her past traumas, which I think, you know, we need at that point in the story. But at the same time, like you have this relationship that's about repairing. It would have been nice to see like something as simple as like, I could see myself here with Caden on the farm. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know how to do that or whatever, you know, like, so it's, it's like, relationships are so messy and expectations about around relationships are so messy. You know, like I, I just got married last year and like, I, you know, my wife and I, we've been together for, well, it'll be six years, but like five years by the time we got married and stuff. And we had like this one relationship and my expectation was just to, to, you know, oh, we get married and we just keep this rolling forward and we do, you know, what I saw, you know, my parents do. And then like, then I get married and I'm like, there's so much on the other side of the quilt that like we didn't see you know, growing up. And so we created these expectations and I had these expectations about what marriage was and I have to reframe those expectations, which is not a bad thing. I'm not saying that like it's a problem or anything, but we have these perceptions based on the structures that we create in our mind. And then we get introduced to someone or something or this new situation uh, or this new commitment or this new phase of life. And it makes us go, wait a minute you know it's this paradigm shift of is this what i'm is this right am i doing this right do i want to be here am i supposed to be here if i'm going to be here how do i do this you know these are all questions that are perfectly natural to have and so to have ahsoka having those questions like there's so much potential there that was just left yeah I, I think uh, listening to you kind of like let me um, kind of compose my thoughts. But basically, just go back for a second. Um, what I what I meant to say is that we I feel like we could have had Ahsoka reciprocate in a way that was um, ambiguous, not ambiguous, but like. I don't know what the right word is in a way that yes, she's reciprocating her feelings, but that's not like overtly like um i guess i'll kind of use a finpo as an example uh so uh, uh you know like we me i don't, I don't know about you but me specifically <laughs> <laughs> um my thing is they didn't have to give me a kiss i didn't need a kiss for finpo to be to be canonized um something as simple as poe um handing over his you know his uh he had like a chain with his mother's ring on it like him handing that to finn something like that is not overtly sexual it's not um it's just a simple action and that would have been like oh my god for me it would have been like a simple like oh my god he gave uh finn his mother's wedding ring like that that has significance you know what i mean so so something like reciprocating her feelings in a way that can be left um that yes she's reciprocating but not necessarily overtly like oh ahsoka's bisexual to kind of appease the star wars people i get like the star wars heads i think i don't know i think I think you no, no I, I think you have stop laughing you're making me I'm trying to compose my thoughts over here uh, <laughs> no 
I am no, sorry. No, you gave... Because it's a really... That's a good point there about, uh, you know, like, not having to have it as a sexualized thing. And I, I just kept thinking about Jin and Cassian, which I very much am like... N- I'm, not a they were gonna kiss in the elevator guy. Lindsay and I are gonna go like twelve rounds, you know, about this. But I am no, they they weren't. To me, that scene they're peering into each other's souls. They're finally seeing a true the true person the other person is, and thus seeing the true person of themselves. It's not a romantic thing, right? But you I'm on your get, team. Just FYI, I know, <laughs> I know. That's why we're winning. Uh, <laughs> But even to give us something of that nature, because you the argument can very easily be made for the romantic, you know, the romantic aspect of it, because it is the framing. The there's there's a lot of evidence there. Yes. Uh, but give us one where you can have that conversation, because it was done in a way like. Lindsay and I, you know, have fun arguing about it, but I've never seen people like straight up just like come to, you know, blows or, you know, Twitter feuds about whether they were going to kiss or not. It's like it was done in a way where it was set up so that you could have that conversation around it. And it was very clear that you're supposed to be having that conversation around it. Yeah. And you could have given us something like that have ahsoka grab her hand as they're walking yeah in this moment when she needs yeah oh she's just supporting her during this hard time oh no 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 she's you know we can have this conversation about it and i think that is something that you know a story like this gives you the potential to to do and again it was just something that was kind of just left hanging there and it was a Oh, you know, she is, but I just couldn't say she was. So I'm just going to say she is on Twitter and hope everybody gets it. Ha ha. Finger guns. And I I think, too, like, I think that stems, it goes back to this notion that people have about, like, when you ship someone that it has to be, like, it's only canon if they kiss type thing, you know? And that's not Mm -hmm. true. That's not true. Um it kind of like a like a good point is when uh, uh, Pacific Rim. You know what I mean? They do not uh, uh, Mako and oh my god, what's his name? <laughs> Yo, I have not seen that movie in so long, so I'm um, not going to be any help. Ra- uh, Riley, Raleigh, Raleigh. Yeah, Mako and Raleigh. They don't kiss at the end, um, but there's something. Um, you know where like it, like you said you have that conversation are they or aren't they um and they give us just enough to have that conversation um if you have not seen i, I suggest you go back and watch pacific rim that's the best, well, that's the best. i think <laughs> also like there's there's times that giving us that kiss can be less satisfying so like Growing up, I loved watching Speed with Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. Like, it was one of my favorite movies. I love Speed. It's so good. It is but so I, good. <laughs> I always felt like they took the easy route with having them kiss at the end. 
You know, like, I, I can't put my finger on why, but it's like, of course they're going to end up in Kiss. It's like, you have this movie that is so creative and so, you know, different from what action movies generally are. And you have, you know, this chemistry between these two that's so perfect. And you just wasted it going with a cliche. Yeah. we Yeah. You know? Yeah, we didn't need that kiss. I feel like the action surrounding it and like the what they have all, had already gone through and and what they were going through it was like it was good. And yeah, they didn't they didn't necessarily need that kiss. I think they, you know, put it in there because that's, that's what you what, do. That's what you do. And whereas <laughs> this, you know, Caden and Ahsoka is the other side of the this is what you do of like we don't say these things out loud. But they're there. Wink, wink, nod, nod. You know, you yeah. get it, right? You're smart people. You get that it's, oh, yeah, we're represent. No, no. 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 You have to actually do the thing, you know? Yeah. Like, you have to actually do, like, I can't look at a pool and be like, man, I'm such a good swimmer. Like, you have to actually get in the pool and swim. Yeah. And then, you know, like. Yep. It's like a, it's like a, when I'm doing like you're a teacher you know this and they give you the answer like yes i i know you know the answer but you need to show me how you got your answer because it's not about the answer it's about how you get there Mm -hmm. um that we need to look at (laughs) exactly like i always tell my kids you're never going to see this question again so this question doesn't matter at all what matters is can you get it the next time can you get it right the next time and to to star wars credit because we've kind of been knocking on them a little bit. They do seem to be starting to get the message. They do seem to be starting to acknowledge that they need to actually acknowledge these different, you know, communities, these different parts of of fandom and and our society. And I think they're starting to realize the necessity of that not for some agenda or some woke bs that people are going to complain about on it but just because like we need different stories of different kinds of people because people are different like it's not a complicated process like i tweeted today i was like you know with the 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 trans comic uh trans character coming out in the comic i'm like it has nothing to do with trans people it's not about that it's about these are people who, whether you agree with with them or not, is completely irrelevant. They're people who have feelings and feel like they want to see the, what they see themselves as in a story. You're gonna take that away from them, like then you're just a you're like a terrible person, like just straight up, like regardless of whether it, it was like they're trans or they want to put you know paint polka dots all over their body, like then if there were people that wanted to go around painting polka dots all over their body and that was a community, then I we need to see people with polka dots on. Yeah. You know, like it's 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 a simple concept and yeah. at this time, you know, when this book came out, they weren't they weren't getting that. No. They were no. dropping the ball there and you know, I think Finpo was possibly like kind of a Oh man, we really messed that they up because I know there was there was a lot of backlash against it. Even not, with like Let's not talk about that. I'm getting mad. No, no, but like even like I am I'm I'm more passionate about it since it didn't happen because I'm yeah. like what what um, but like even I was like pretty outraged that it didn't happen and I wasn't like an active like this needs to happen kind of person like you were going into it but you know I, I think 
knowing how they kind of and even the actors being like y'all dropped the ball yeah. on this one yeah like made them and, and hopefully it did make them realize because you know we're getting more stories with these characters that we love like ahsoka and uh you know these characters who aren't necessarily you know canonically paint uh, paired off with somebody like an Anakin and Padme or a Han and Leia, you know, where yeah. now, okay, now we can take these stories and take these characters that matter to you and say, Hey, this person is also, you know, this, or this person is also that. Yeah. And, and that's going to help us understand each other better. Yeah. And, and like, I think it's okay. I want to do something, another teacher thing, but it's like, you and I both know that, kids always they don't want to read the same thing like this kid is not going to read the same thing as another kid you know what i mean and yeah. they so they need to have that diversity in their stories to reach all the kids um because what i like is not what you like and you know we're going to want to read different things uh so it, it only makes sense to have that diversity um so that you are reaching as many people as you can um well, and isn't that their isn't that their end goal is to reach as many people as they can so they can get the most money they can, they can. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, like it, it's just it makes good business sense. But also, like if you just look at it through like what we look for, and you know, looking at the story and the meanings and things like that, like we talk about representation, and I mean, I know you are or one, one of us that's at, you know, the forefront of those battle lines more so than I am. Um, but, you know, we talk about it in the context of the story. Yeah. You know, like, yes, we want more stuff behind the scenes and all that, but we talk about it in the context of the story because stories help us understand people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, like, for me, like, I'll just be open and, and vulnerable. Like, I don't understand the mindset of trans people like not i'm don't think that they aren't people or any of that kind of garbage i don't i cannot for some reason make that connection and that relation to like what it would be like to think that way or to feel that way like i could imagine what it would be like to have cancer like i could imagine myself in that situation does that make sense like i can't imagine myself in a trans person's body. So I have trouble connecting with their, their, their mindset, their feelings, you know, you know, I can get that they're persecuted. I can get that they, but like on an actual, like, what are you, what's going on in your head kind of thing? I don't get it. So I'm excited for this comic, not for the story because it's more high republic stuff but also i'm like maybe this will give me an opportunity to get a little more insight through a context that i can understand in star wars yeah star wars is a lens i understand and 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 that's you know a graduated you know spends his entire day centered around (laughs) books and and literature and stuff you know kind of perspective of it but if you don't think that i'm taking that same idea and using it in the in the classroom like that's what teachers are doing we're teaching people to whether it's trans or you know somebody with a goofy haircut we're teaching people how to relate to and understand people through these stories because literally all the data shows that we understand each other you will believe a story from somebody you know 
before you will believe the data from millions of people. You'll yeah. believe. I mean, we can see that in our world today, right? And yes. so we these these. My point being, these stories have power. Yeah. Right. And and Ahsoka to bring it back that you know around to that Ahsoka to me matters because she finally helped me understand my story. Yeah. You yeah. know, and so I we need these. Whether it's trans, like I said, it could be trans, it could be polka dot, it could be deaf people, it could be it could be literally anything. Whatever is out there, we they just they just need to be there because they're they're there. They're, they they these people yeah. exist. People <laughs> they exist. exist. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, it. That's trans people exist. Queer people exist. Um, <laughs> Mexicans like, exist. Like, <laughs> like if it's if it's something like like where you know a cult or something or Satanist or things that like are out there like hurting people. Yeah, we don't need to necessarily represent them. Like we're good without without <laughs> that. But like other human beings who are just trying to you know like go to the grocery store and like netflix and chill like what we need why are we you know and that's something to again to bring it all the way back to the the very roundabout way to the conversation we were having this is one of those situations where it's like why didn't they yeah like why not just do it and i think part of it is because it's not on screen but i do also think part of it is because the i think they're trying to create a parallel of them almost not quite as sisters but as as sisterly as as being like i said before ahsoka kind of seeing what her life could have been like and could possibly be like depending on the choices she makes yeah which is i think really powerful so anyways i i went on we went on tangents there and it was important but (laughs) it was interesting um yeah no i i agree and i guess i guess ultimately um just to wrap up this this section ultimately um kaden i feel is the most of all of her relationships i feel this one is the most that if i had to pick someone to ship her with um i'd pick kaden um yeah i'll have to agree with that yeah and and i mean i still don't uh I, I think it's a nice thought, and it, maybe if if it was canonized, um, I'd be a little bit more into it. Uh, but mm, eh, like I said, this is this is <laughs> one I could say if it was canonized, I wouldn't be upset about it. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 for sure. Like you I know? definitely, yeah, I definitely, um, I, w- I w- yeah, I wouldn't say no. I'd read some fix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Um, so the last uh, person that I have on this, well, on this specific list, because we're going to talk about another relationship, um, but on this specific list is uh, Trace uh, Martez. If you don't know Trace, uh, she was introduced in season seven of The Clone Wars, and um, I... I know we had talked about like maybe discussing the Martez sisters, um, but when I was like researching and like going into like the the AO three tags and going on Tumblr just to kind of see what people said about them, um, I really noticed they only shipped her with Trace. Um, and one thing that was really interesting to me, and I don't know if this is true or not, um, 
but someone on Tumblr had posted that um, they were originally going to ha- give her a new love interest before the show got canceled. And I think his name, it says, was Nick Nick's Okami. And he was going to be a mechanic from the lower levels of Coruscant, um, and he was going to help Ahsoka out. Um, and so she kind of, like, this person um, kind of pointed out, like, that um, Trace is very similar looking to the original concept art um and the animation in the scene is like very is identical to the like the new clip uh so i didn't know that (laughs) uh i have you seen any of that or did you know about that vaguely remember some stuff in the like the untold ahsoka stories uh panel at celebration before uh, you know, they knew for sure they were coming out with season seven. Um, and so I knew that idea was out there. It was one I was glad they didn't actually get to put on screen. And so I I almost wonder if, you know, this was kind of like, let's take that, but also, you know, get more females interacting on screen because we live in 2021 and that's a novel thing still, which is wild. Um, <laughs> right? But... <laughs> but also like just you know based on our conversation i'm kind of sitting here going i wonder if dave was like i can't straight up say she's gay or say she's bi but i can slip this in there i you I, know yeah i i feel to me like i i see it i i totally get why people would want to ship it um you know uh, because, you know, they have, like, a little meet cute or whatever. Um, oh, and I forgot to mention, 24 fix on AO3. Um, not a lot, but enough if you are interested in reading um, some Trace Ahsoka fix. Um, my thing for me is, if this is true, I don't feel like even subtextually there was enough uh, for us to kind of you know make that I leap. think I think the important thing in this the the idea of shipping here is that Trace and Ahsoka's relationship is not the important relationship in that story it's the Martez sisters relationship yeah and it's because it sh- it shows Ahsoka and this is something that will you know because Caden comes later in the t- the timeline that you know, I think influences how she behaves there. They show her the difference between transactional and unconditional love. Yeah. Uh, so you know, for for those who may have not heard those terms before, transactional love meaning like you get my love if you do things th- this for me, you know, and unconditional being like you could. St- Han touching, you know, Kylo's face. Like, you could literally kill me, and there's nothing that would stop my love for you. And when you watch the Martez sisters, I was just rewatching, I'm like, they fight all the time, but you never think, like, that they don't love Love each each other. other. Yeah. You know, like, there's never a moment. And Ahsoka has only known this transactional kind of love, even from somebody like Anakin, who 100% has her back. Like, he, he is you know ride or die for her but at the same time like all anakin knows is transactional love you know from the because you know from the moment he left his mother that's all it's been 
And so um, there's that's what the Jedi Order is based off of. Yeah. We will love you. We will care for you as long as you fit into these this box. Yeah. And do you know, do what we say and only and, what we say. <laughs> mhm. And those who are not us are not us. Yeah. They're other. And we can't agree with them. Going back to Lux and Ahsoka, you know, oh, he's a separatist. He must be evil. Like just straight up. Um and so th- to me, that's the important part here. And, um... Yeah. No, like I said, um... I think they have a meet-cute. I, I think what they... How they meet definitely class classifies as a meet-cute. Um, for those of you who don't know, a meet-cute is literally what it says. It's like they have a... They meet for the first time. It's like a really cute, like... Oh my goodness, kind of situation. Um, I think for me, the reason I really don't ship this one is just because I feel at this point in time, um, Ahsoka is, she's just left the Jedi Order and there's so much uncertainty and so much that, um, she's trying to figure out and, and that, that's not a really good place to have a relationship, you know? (laughs) Yeah, like, it's the trauma factor, you know? Like, um... You, you can't have a, a healthy relationship until you've dealt with your trauma. And that doesn't necessarily mean resolved your trauma, you know, but a relationship can't be the thing that is going to resolve the trauma for you. Yeah. And that's, you know, the, the sisters are dealing with trauma as well. You know, yeah. We see them dealing with the trauma of losing their, their parents and, you know what they're going to do with their lives and they support each other but you can clearly see they're handling it in different ways and so it's kind of giving ahsoka a lens into like okay i have this problem i can go this way and be optimistic i could go this way and be pessimistic i think she kind of finds a little bit in between um but yeah i i i there to me, there's nothing that reads as, uh, as that. Like even the meet cute. Like yeah, they meet and it's cute. But to me, it's more <laughs> like, it's more like, um, like a, a you know a '90s teen movie where it's like the two people you know see each other and like instantly like are like are we best friends? You know, like that's I could see it going yeah. that way. I I couldn't see like. It being like, oh my god, do you want to like go out and get coffee? Yeah, you know, kind of thing. That that's just how I, the the air that I get when I'm watching it. Yeah, um, I I just I don't know. Like like I said, for me, um, I just don't think Ahsoka's in the right mindset um, to have a relationship at this point in time. Um, but I do think it's important that she did meet the Martez sisters and that the relationship she does have with them. Um, you know, is is there because I feel like, you know, the whole thing with the Martez sisters not liking Jedi's and and it because you know they didn't help her family and you know that's one of the reasons why her family their family died and and stuff. So it's a really interesting uh, perspective that it gives to Ahsoka. Um, I mean, because she's well, already left the Jedi Order, but you know she's still like, you know. 
Well, and she's trying to figure out she she leaves the order, but she never leaves the ideals. Yeah, yeah, right. And yeah. that's why people, you know, why so many of us agree that like she is the ideal Jedi is because she practices the ideals without you know making those uh, you know getting caught up in in the structure, right? Yeah. So to go back to what we were saying at the very beginning of the show about needing these stories of things happening outside the given structure of, you know, relationships and life and the, you know, air quotes, American dream or whatever it may be. Like this is Ahsoka figuring out how to be a Jedi without being a Jedi and thus how to care for others without having this set of doctrines and rules. And so what she sees with the Martez sisters is what gives her the freedom to deal with the trauma of how do I be a Jedi without being a Jedi by going to Mandalore. And she's able to work with the people she worked with before. And yeah, there's some hiccups. Mace Windu's a dick. But, uh, (laughs) you know, she's able to to do that and to realize that, right? Yeah. So then that allows her to be able to go to Caden and have a closer relationship there. Yeah. You know, which allows her to then go to rebels where you know there's nothing romantic there but she has a much tighter relationship with them and so on and so forth and so to me yeah this is is you're 100 percent right it's not the opportune time but even then like there is importance to you know it's a very important relationship yes it's a hundred percent it's a very important relationship that she needed um and that she need that she 100 percent needed um, do I think it was necessarily the right time for it? Um, it's not for it, but for like the romance aspect to be brought in? Absolutely not. Um, but again, you know, it's this whole misconception that when you ship people, when you ship people and you have relationships that they have to be romantic. They do not have to be romantic. Yeah. And I think, um, <laughs> uh, I think that's pretty much. I, I do you have any any final thoughts on that relationship? Mm. I think it's. No, I literally like yeah. There's there's zero percent of me that ships them at all. Yeah, I think it's completely. The the entire reason for the Martez sisters, and I will die on this hill, <laughs> is you know showing Ahsoka the impact of the Jedi and and the influence and how she has to start becoming something different. different. Yeah, and, agree. And I think that that gives her the freedom to continue to be that person who, you know, looking at it through the lens of, of relationships and romantic relationships, who's able to have these relationships with people that you could expect her to be with or it would make sense with her to be with and her to realize that like that's not the best thing for me so yeah no i think yep i think we're in total agreement on that one um so (laughs) um as far as um i think those are pretty much the three biggest ones um I, i don't know if if there's any others like i said um personally for me i don't ship ahsoka romantically with anyone which is i there's nothing wrong with that you know it is what it is um everybody interprets things differently but um you i've been saying the the uh, ahsoka is the anti-ship 
Because I'm like, she shows us that, you know, like you said, you don't have to. You don't. Do you that. don't. There is, yeah. you ship um, what you want to ship. And, you know, it, no one can tell you not to ship something. Uh, like, you know. Um, but there is a ship that I did not include on here that my, my friend Brandon was like, we're going to talk about this. And I was like, I guess. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I did not know this. Um, but apparently some people ship Ahsoka with Anakin. Um, yeah. So I'm surprised you haven't heard about this, you know, because you're much more in the community than I am. Like, I I ship out over here on my own. You know, this is probably the most I've ever talked about shipping, you know, <laughs> out loud. Like, I, I, it's one of those things I'm like... Yeah, I ship it and then like you know move on. I don't spend a lot of time with it, kind of thing. Um, and and it's just it's one of those aspects of fandom that I allow to just be pure fun. It's just fun, and I don't you know put too much into it until you know doing an endeavor like this. But this is one that I hear of like I've seen pretty regularly. So I'm surprised you haven't seen it. But. Yeah, I I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm following the right people and you're not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, that is probably true. You are definitely following the right people. You know what? Like, uh, now that I think about it, we're not going to talk about this. Um, I I feel like I forgot to add uh, a Silka Mall on here. Oh, no. Uh, don't no, even, we're not going to not gonna edit go that, there. Edit that garbage out. <laughs> we don't need that kind of... Um, I, f- I feel like I have seen, if anything, like, more people... and. I didn't include this on there either, um, on this list either, because I, I, I didn't feel like it was enough, um, but I have seen one or two people, like, shipwrecks in Ahsoka, which I thought was, like, ugh. Um. That's, that becomes a, the, um, the uncle that nobody wants at the family reunion situation. <laughs> and, and, listen, I am, I am 100% not here to judge you. Um, personally, um, I don't ship um ahsoka with i any of those men because um first of all men are gross no i'm just kidding no that's <laughs> completely fair yeah we're pretty we're pretty much the worst no i'm just kidding but i th- i think uh really it's more like one of those like age things you know um Specifically with Anakin and Ahsoka, I know you want to talk about them. Uh, for me, I've always read that as a familial, like, brother-sister type relationship. And, you know, um, I think Ahsoka even set, refers to Anakin, like, my, like, doesn't she say, actually? She says, my, yeah, she my says brother. my brother. Yeah. Um, so, uh, that's why I, I don't ship that. And also, I, I know you wanted to talk about why you don't ship it so go ahead (laughs) well i I think once the season seven moment there put the nail in the coffin for me like i was i was actually pretty happy about that because i was like i feel like somebody knew that that was out there just wanted to squash that right quick um but yeah to me this is one of those dynamics that like the like rex and ahsoka where it's really problematic. Um, And I hate using that word problematic because I feel like it gets thrown around all the time. But like Maul and Ahsoka, we're not going to get into it, like you said, but 
it wouldn't work because it very much would be like a, an abusive relationship. Um, Rex and Ahsoka becomes, you know, kind of a weird uncle uh, thing, you know, especially as, as he gets older. Yeah. Um, and Ahsoka Anakin is a teacher-student, re- you know, relationship, yeah. which, you know, I am a male teacher. I am around, you know, 13-year-olds all day. I have to be really careful. Like, I have to not just, like, because I'm not obviously going to do anything. I'm not thinking anything. But I have to think about what other people are going to be thinking about. Yeah. You know? Where, like, me, like, I'll walk up and hug anybody, and it just it's just a hug, like, whatever. But if somebody sees that hug, are they going to, you know, so on and so forth. Like, I have to consider that. And so that kind of comes into play when I'm thinking about this as a, you know teacher student relationship and then it just becomes predatory and i just don't want to go be there anywhere cr- around that line. That. Yeah, yeah i think i mean the word you have on our document is gross and i, I really don't know what else to put it again that's just me and the perspective that i'm coming from but I, I just felt like it was important to acknowledge that that is a ship that is out there i think it is one that needs to not not be out there I- um I mean, listen, even if you don't ship who you ship, but yeah, listen, even if you don't, even if you don't have, if you don't think there's a problem with like a student teacher relationship, uh, my thing is, why would you ship something that is like you, like you can ship things to have fun. Like that is part of shipping is shipping like random characters that you might that might have never even met on screen but like for this too like let's take out that problematic uh, aspect of student teacher um that mentor relationship let's talk about the fact that anakin is married to padme <laughs> like yeah there's that there's that there is that anakin and padme is I would, I would dare call it Endgame because that's like you know, um, and we know that's never not going to be a thing, you know. Um, I I really want to see a Venn diagram, <laughs> just purely out of curiosity, of the people who ship Anakin and Ahsoka, and the people who said that you know, Anakin was too young for Padme in Episode One. Oh. Goodness. Because like the age gap is not that far off, so yeah. you know I I I just we don't have to do names. We could just do percentages. You know, put that on the Venn diagram, and because I, I feel like that would be really interesting to to see. But yeah, yeah, yeah you, it it it's any game. That's the best way to put it. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what other word we could use in shipping terms for that kind of relationship, but um, yeah, I mean. I, I've never thought of it that way. I've always just read it as brother-sister relationship. And, yeah, like, yeah, there there is something when you, you have to think about when you're talking about, like, their specific dynamic where he, he is, you know, he is put in a position of power over her. Um, and that's not, that's usually not a good thing. <laughs> um... And so, yeah, I don't, I don't ship that. I, I did not know that it was an actual thing that people ship. Um, and I don't like it. <laughs> uh, do you think, do you think, let's, let's 
play devil's advocate here. Do you think that if they had gone that route, if the characters had gone that route, do you think it would have come off as a he used her his power and position over her to influence her or do you think it would be more that just happens to be the circumstance uh knowing knowing let's see i i don't know i'm i'm literally on the fence about it like i I think I, I think ultimately you can't you can't distinguish between the two because he is definitively in a position of power o- over her. So whether whether you try to take it out or you you really can't you can't separate it. Like it is what it is. Like maybe he doesn't mean to, but it's always going to be there. Does that make sense? Like your principle, yeah. your principle is always going to to be your principle you know what i mean like it doesn't matter if you're friends when you're hanging around your principal you're always in the back of your mind being like oh i can't get too drunk i can't get too like messed yeah. up in front of my principal because it's my principal even though you guys may have that friendly relationship you know what i mean yeah no that makes that makes sense where it, if it's not necessarily blatantly doing it like in a predatory sense it would definitely be um something where you know the i guess the equality of it is off you know they couldn't they couldn't fully be what a healthy relationship needs to be you know i feel like for me to be okay with the anakin and ahsoka relationship first of all i feel like ahsoka would need to be older and um she would not she wouldn't uh, she would need to not be in the Jedi Order, which she's not. Um, I could see her being in the Jedi Order. She would have to not be his Padawan. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess. I guess. Like, that would be... Because, like... My parents... My dad is... 10 years older-ish, roughly. I can't remember exactly. Then my stepmom. And... When they got together, she worked for him. Yeah. And it was, they weren't doing, you know, they were behind the scenes and everything. People didn't know whatever. But he was technically, even though he wasn't her direct report, he was her boss. But when they came out and said, you know, that they were together, she got moved so that she wasn't under his jurisdiction anymore. Yeah. You know, and so I, obviously, like, I think if, 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 if my mom had stayed there and been you know working for him then that creates a really yeah problem it's going to be a difficult situation to navigate fairly just talking as somebody who like i worked for my dad and it was exhausting just people telling me (laughs) my dad was there i'm like i'm just trying to do my job yeah so but you know moving her and putting her in that situation they worked in the same company for like yeah almost 25 years yeah and so i think i think if you know like i think I don't think it would work if he was. She was like Obi Wan's Padawan. No. But if she was like Plo Koon's Padawan, I could see it. Or just you know. a, like a fellow like Jedi. Yeah. 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 I I think, <laughs> and like this is this is interesting to me. I I do say I I think she would need to be older, and I only say that because, like people, a lot of people want to be like, oh, it's just nothing but a number, and I really think that's not true. 
Um, I really think that's a false, that's a false thing to say. Um, I think it, uh, it's also, it's age plus circumstance, you know what I mean? Um, you're not going to want to date someone who, is, like, if you're in your 30s, why are you with a 17-year-old? Like, that's no. Um, maybe, but maybe you're, like, a 32-year-old woman and, like, you're with a 40-year-old man. Maybe you're both wanting kids at the same time. Like, so there isn't, there, like, they don't, like, yeah, that's a lot that's 10 years but you're in like circumstantial like you're in a place where you want the same things you know what i mean Um, well and like you know my wife and i are like five years apart um in age and or yeah roughly you know five-ish years apart in age and you know there's things i'll be talking about that like she doesn't remember happening in terms of like pop culture and stuff and there'll be things that like she was into that I'm like I was like already in high school then so I definitely wasn't watching you know that show that you were watching <laughs> while you were in elementary school or whatever but um like we met both in our mid 20s you know so the the age gap that was there previously is kind of irrelevant yeah. It's just kind of weird that, like, oh, I was here when this happened and yeah. you were there when I, that happened. Like I said, Whereas, like, <laughs> I think it, it, it. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, like, if, if, you know, like, to, you know, kind of reinforce the point that you're saying, like, if I were to, like, and I just want to make it very, very clear, <laughs> I'm not doing this, but for the sake of the conversation, I'm going to use this analogy. If I were to start dating a student, like that age gap and that circumstance no matter how pure air quotes or you know in love or whatever kind of bs that comes out when a situation like that happens there that no no that like age is age is not a number there age is a reason there that needs to know yes uh-uh. that's a, full yeah. stop that's what i'm saying right yeah so like yeah, it's it's a a dyna- dynamic thing, and the dynamic for Anakin and Ahsoka is just not, it's not okay. Yeah, um, so that's why, that's Anyways. why I don't, I just don't do hey, do. But, but listen, if you, uh, there, here's the thing, <laughs> I, I like okay, this is clashing sabers, right? Yeah. So we 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 disagree with people about things we debate things we argue things that's what we do here so like let's make it clear that like if you ship anakin and ahsoka and you're doing it in in just a purely fun like they have a really good relationship or a non-romantic ship if that's how you ship like do your thing yeah you know we got we got pretty passionate about it but this is our perspective yeah particularly as people who work in education and mentorship where we're looking at it through that perspective particularly me like i said as a guy working around 13 year old girls all the time like that this is something i have to consider so i'm i'm thinking about it through that lens there is i think there is a lens and an approach that you can take to it where it's not about that you know side of it it's not about the romantic side about it it's about the like we ship them in terms of the importance of their relationship to each other like we've been talking about yeah um so i just wanted to like 
disagree with us. Like, share your point with us, you know. Like, you're, you're not going to convince me, but I'll be interested to hear what you think. Yeah, no, no, of course. And I just also want to, like, being an educator in general, like, you, like... I know, Brandon, you're like, as a man. No, being an educator in general is like a is like a thing. Like when I first did my um you know, we had um it's it, ours is called Tip and it's we had like a um like a three day um new teacher academy and like one of the things they were like, Don't hug the kids. Side hugs only. And they made that mm. very explicit, like, just to all of us. Like, you know, because you don't want to put yourself in any kind of position that would miss, that could be misconstrued. Um, um, so, yeah. obviously, uh, Brandon and I have that, that lens, like, we it's been drilled. Like, we do not put ourselves in positions like that. And so, you know, when we're watching things and it's a similar dynamic, we're like, nope no don't do that don't do that <laughs> like um i don't know if you watch the t- the show teacher on hulu no okay. I, I refuse okay well i did watch it <laughs> i did watch it and the entire time i was watching it i was like why are you doing that you're a teacher stop it don't do that don't do that why are you put she like don't you don't put yourself in those positions like it should be um, you're not like always thinking about it, but becomes like subconsciously like you you kind of like practice those things that to make sure that you're not in those positions. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And and so like like that's why that's why for me it doesn't work, and I don't like it, and I and I think it is um, not good. Um, but again, like I said, if you ship it, that's your prerogative. Um, like <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not the shipping police I'm not gonna tell you not to ship it um am I going well and and, and go ahead sorry oh, okay that's okay am I am I going to tell you why I don't ship it and maybe you understand why we don't ship it then yeah that's and, and you're like oh, okay I understand why you don't ship it that's that's pretty much where I'm at right now <laughs> well and there's there's you know the three kinds of connections that you can make with any text. There's a text to text. So, you know, connecting it with something you've read or seen before the text to the world. So like the world around you and the text to self, right. Which is your own experiences. And we're very much in the text to self kind of aspect right here. (laughs) Right. Which, which you can change my perspective on text to world. You can change my perspective on text to text. You can't change my perspective on text to self. Because you haven't been in my shoes. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. So, like, you can maybe help me understand that more. You can maybe help me see the flaws in that more. But you can't define that for me. And I can't define that for you. Yeah. So, like, I think that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. Yeah. So, bottom line, we love you guys. And we're just having a good time. Yeah. Um. Basically, what I'm trying to say here is... Anakin and Ahsoka, they do have a relationship. If you choose to interpret it romantically, that's your prerogative. Um, We're, Brandon and I specifically, are choosing not to um, view it romantically. Um, But they have a relationship nonetheless. It is, and it is a very important relationship. Um, I mean, (laughs) like, 
I there there is it's an important relationship. Like I can't make that any clearer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it, it. I mean, there's there's seven seasons of why it's important. Yeah, so. I mean, um, you know why it's important. <laughs> Don't make me put it into words when I can't right now. Um, but basically, um, I think ultimately this episode of Starships, um, you know, we've been talking about all these relationships that that she does have and how they all play an important part in shaping her um but ultimately do we think they're romantic um maybe one of them is a strong maybe um like we would be okay with it but other than that like i really feel like um the material that star wars is giving us whether it's book um animated tv show live action tv show i feel like ah- ahsoka's journey is very much a solo journey and um i i so far haven't met anyone that i feel is able to sufficiently um be cohesive with this journey that she's on yeah i'd agree with that yeah I, th- I think that's ultimately what this whole this whole episode is. Um. And, and I think also, you know, to kind of close out my thoughts, you know, we talked about, you know, representation for, you know, people who, like yourself, that maybe don't want to be married or don't want to be in a long-term relationship or whatever, right? Yeah. Which is totally cool. But also, like, there's that idea, there's an idea out there that isn't said out loud that's just kind of accepted that if if a relationship doesn't last forever that it has no value and i think ahsoka you know like we've talked about here very clearly shows us the value of these relationships that come in and out of our lives yeah and the things that they give to us so you know even even a, a relationship you know as close to romantic as caden and ahsoka get there's there's a reason for it you know and and i i hate that like everything happens for a reason because sometimes things just happen and they suck and that devalues that kind of thing but in terms of like the people that come in and out of your life whether they're there for you know forever for just a minute like there's value there like this is a weird conversation to say that i've had with my wife but we we talk about this like if we were to get divorced for whatever reason, you know, w- would would happen, like, both of us agree, like, we there, we couldn't hate each other. Unless, like, we did something really bad to hurt the other, you know, like, we both really value how we've grown from, you know, our time together. And I think Ahsoka shows us that idea of, like, growing from the people as you go from the people. And I think that's kind of a, yeah. a good good way to kind of wrap up my thoughts on that yeah absolutely um so to wrap up uh the relationships that ahsoka has had um whether you see them romantic or not um they're very important and they've really shaped her journey and ultimately at the end whether you ship her adamantly with someone or not um it's just important to um, give acknowledgement to, you know, what she got out of the, those relationships. And um, maybe in the future, um, 
there is a possibility um, for them to give us more. I mean, we still we're gonna have a whole live action uh, series, so who knows what's gonna happen in that? And maybe we'll have to come back and and talk about um, an actual like we both maybe we'll both Brandon actually ship her with someone, you know? <laughs> but who knows? I I I. I don't. If it's Thrawn, I quit Star Wars. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't. I'm not I'm not going to put that out into the universe. You just put it out into the universe. You yeah, just, reel that back in. You, you put it, pull it back, pull it back. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And like I um, I think that's pretty much it. Um, if you guys want to reach out and talk to me if you adamantly feel differently about certain relationships and you want to come on here and explain to me why you ship Ahsoka with Anakin or Maul or whatever it is that you want to ship her whoever you want to ship her with um my Twitter DMs are open and you're welcome to come on the show um I can't guarantee that you'll change my mind but I will be happy to listen to you (laughs) um anyways Brandon, can you tell my friends uh, where they can find you if they don't already yeah. know? <laughs> if you don't already know, uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter at Clashing Sabers. Where you, also, if you you know want to talk to me or get in touch with Adriana, you can do it through there. Um, and then we have all our uh, Patreon and Facebook group and all of that good stuff that is. Uh, available for you which is down in the show notes so best ways to to get in touch with me are usually um, on facebook you can find me in our facebook group or over on twitter yeah all that stuff will be linked in the show notes um and of course you guys can always find me on twitter or instagram at celestial intent um like i said my dms are open uh i hope you guys uh really uh started thinking about some of these things that we brought up and and i i hope to hear from you guys your reactions because this is a really fun episode um talking about why we don't ship (laughs) um so um yeah that's it i'll have to figure it out an outro (laughs) at some point i don't know goodbye Starships is a Clashing Sabers production, but claims no right to any licensed sounds, names, etc. All that stuff belongs to the original creator. We just use them for informational and educational purposes only, and make the show a little bit more fun. Basically, if they made it, it's theirs. If we made it, it's ours. Now, if you got that all figured out, we got some moof milker who installed a compressor on the ignition line we gotta take care of. Hey, move, ball. <laughs>